0: well once again good evening it is sunday night the light is lit you know what that means we are now bringing you chicago cubs talk this week and every week brought to you by the good friends of true blues and chicago cubs club 18 want to get together and have some fun and talk baseball and just have a good old time check out those two cubs chicago cubs club 18 and true blues along with my producer the great russ omar hello omar (laughs) Uh, we're glad to be here. I'm glad you're with us as we can sit around like we do on Sunday nights and just lay back and try to figure out what happened this week in baseball. So let's start today at Wrigley. Another blustery day, blustery all weekend. Really in the Midwest, uh, man, it's cold and ugly again. Cubs went down to the Dodgers seven to three. Dodgers took three of four in this weekend's uh, series with the Cubs. Of course, a big uh, win for the Cubs. One we really like to talk about is a Drew Smiley game on Friday, thirteen 0 nothing. The Cubs won. Smiley perfect through seven. What a way to lose it, huh? I mean, on a little chicken garbage little thing, rolling up the line there, and a catcher and the pitcher bumping to each other, trying to pick it up, and falls in for a hit. You know, if I'm a pitcher, I'd much rather see a no-hitter or a perfect game go down on a base hit, a good solid hard hit up the middle, or a all-off-the-wall or something. But something like that, man, it just has to break your heart. And you really feel for Smiley. He really threw very well. The thing that I was really impressed with, though, was, was the fact that here we got two veteran players. Giving everything they have, every bit of effort that they have, they're showing the rest of the team, they're showing the rest of the organization, top to bottom. Is folks, this is the way we play here. This is what we do. We're playing hard every single play, like it or not. This way it's going to be. And uh, I was really impressed with that. That they just really went after it and trying to make a play. It's a high school play, really. The catchers always got to make that play all day and all night. And uh, but hey, it is what it is. And what can you do? Huh? Just got to win. And that's the important thing. You you beat a good team and. And the Dodgers are a good team. They're going to be around at the end. We know that. They're just struggling a little bit now. But, uh, hey, they're, they're they're a good team. They'll be there at the end. Today, well, what can you say? Dodgers had three home runs, including Mac Muncie, Max Muncy, picking up his 11th on the year. He was tied with uh, Pete Alonso of the Mets going in. And Alonzo, I don't believe, had one tonight. Uh, so, Muncy has 11 on the year. You know, he just crushes the Cubs, too. I don't care. It seems like every time that guy comes up, he's hitting the ball and hitting it hard. Uh, nice, good player. I mean, they have a hard time figuring out where to play him, but uh, he does a good job for him. He really swings a big, strong bat. One I want to talk about for the Dodgers is Mookie Betts. Now, this is a $40 million a year player, guys, and he played shortstop tonight for the first time in his career. You know, a lot of high priced players can tell you, no, they ain't doing it, but not Mookie. He's a leader, and he, he's telling everybody, hey, I'll do what needs to be done to win. I got to salute him for that. Uh, stepping up and playing, he played a good game. At shortstop, and he had a home run. Uh J.D. Martinez also had a home run for the, for the Dodgers. So one of those days, it just went down. Uh, Cubs again lose 7-3. to three. Marcus Stroman took the loss, his second loss of the year. Kershaw got the win for the Dodgers. He's fourth on one loss. Cubs are off tomorrow, then they go to uh, San Diego, comes in to town. I should say. Uh, Potters are coming in Tuesday. Justin Steele will be getting the start, and Wednesday and Thursday. Then after that, the team will jet off to a weekend set in Miami. Now I know a lot of you listening, watch this stuff on TV. I do myself. I love watching the Cubs on TV and marquee. I pay for the package so I can get it out here in Los Angeles. and I don't miss a game, but this next weekend is going to be very creative trying to watch TV. The game Friday is on ESPN plus it's not ESPN, the mothership. No, this is ESPN plus their streaming service. The game Saturday is on Fox and I believe it's on their Fox main network. Uh, so I think that's right. Uh, they didn't see it. I didn't see it in any other way other than Fox usually it tells you if it's Fox, not on the network. But knowing Fox, they could make the switch. But I believe it's on Fox. The Sunday game is on Peacock. Okay, so all three of the games in Miami are going to be kind of hard to try to figure out where they are. And then uh, the following Monday, the Cubs are in Washington. So that's where we are. There, uh, kind of keep, uh, kind of keep an eye on that uh, for the week. The Cubs are six and four. They took three from Oakland, which they should have. Oakland's a miserable, miserable team, a terrible, terrible situation going on in there. The ownership of just lost all interest and is are just decimating the team. They want to move to Las Vegas. All right, fine. And move the dang thing to Las Vegas. You got your property, build the stadium and do it. Stop whining about it and talking about it. Do it. What they're doing now is an absolute sin against baseball and baseball fans. They don't want to win. So they've decimated the team. They just don't care. Um, I read an account today. I think it was Ken Rosenthal that wrote it. I couldn't tell. I guess I saw it on a TikTok the video. And he said that he walked in the locker room after one of the Cubs games the other night. And he said the team, no player the players didn't want to be there. The veterans are really angry because they see their careers are done. They get relegated to Oakland. Uh, the young guys, they, they don't know what they're what they're what they're seeing. I mean, it's just it's an impossible situation. Major League Baseball needs to step in. I will argue that with anybody. Major League Baseball stepped in. When Montreal pulled some crap a few years ago, moved to move to Washington, and MLB took the ownership over. I don't believe they can take the ownership over. The team's owned by the guy that owns the Gap, by the way. If you ever buy blue jeans at the mall, that's who owns the A's. Um, but it's a sorry situation. You know, in the 70s, the A's tried to do the same thing when Charlie Finley owned it. He tried to sell Reggie and uh, Joe Rudy and of Blue and Who's was the other? Sal Bando. Gene tennis, also try to get rid of all those guys. Major League Baseball wouldn't let him do it. He says, No, we got to maintain a balance. You got fans out here. You got to do this the right way. One thing I get a kick out of with Oakland. Mark Davis, who owns the Raiders. Now remember, the Raiders have jacked around the city of Oakland for a long time. They did it when they when his dad Al moved the team from Oakland to Los Angeles. They moved him back to Oakland. Couldn't get a deal with the Coliseum, so we moved back to Oakland. And then they went from Oakland to Las Vegas, where they are now. Mark Davis come out and criticize the Oakland A's management for the way they're treating the city of Oakland. Now, if you're getting criticized by the Raiders for the way you're treating the city of Oakland, then you know, you really stepped over the line. So, you know, one thing about it with the Cubs playing the A's, the thing that's funny, but it's kind of like Alabama playing Louisiana Monroe in football, right? They're supposed to win. You do win. You're going to win big and everyone criticizes you. Well, why would you beat up with those four young guys? And if you lose, and of course it's <laughs> it's terrible, right? So you, it's a lose lose situation, really, if you're a team like someone like the Cubs or somebody going in and playing. Like I said, it's just like Alabama beating middle Tennessee State or Louisiana Monroe or whoever because, you know, they're supposed to win, they're supposed to win big. And if you don't do it, you get criticized. If you do do it, you get criticized. The Cubs went out this past week and outscored their A's 26 to 3. So they did what they're supposed to do. They run them off the field and didn't apologize for it. But, you know, there's there's people out there and they're going, gee, this is just a terrible, yeah, it's a terrible thing. They need to fix it in Oakland. That's where it's got to happen. Then, of course, the situation with the Dodgers this weekend was the Cubs, you know, losing three or four. But, again, the Dodgers is a good team. And what can you possibly possibly say about that? So where are we at? I was going to take a look at scores here uh, around uh, Major League Baseball. If I can get to it on my computer, Omar, my computer is acting up. So give me just 10 seconds here. Major League Baseball scores. There we go. Just give me 10 seconds. And here we go. As it, as it runs right up here today, today across the majors, Phillies down the Rockies nine to three. It was the Orioles over the Tigers. That one, two to one there. It was the Braves losing to the Astros five to two. I watched a little of that game today. I don't get, uh, out here when the Dodgers are playing the Cubs, I don't get marquee. I get it blacked out. I black the Dodgers cable TV rights are all messed up. And and so it's the only time of the year I see the Cubs for what, 154 games a year, but the seven or eight times they play the Dodgers, I don't get them. So I get blacked out. I get the card. uh, We're sorry. Your game is blacked out. But anyway, the, the blue Jays beat the Yankees today, five to one. The Reds went down to the pirates, two to nothing in that game there. It was the Rays, four. The White Sox, one. Rays are still just on fire. You got the Guardians over the Marlins, four to not, uh, seven to four. The Red Sox took out the Brewers. Good news there, 12 to five. The Twins over the Nationals, three to one. It was the Rangers over the Athletics, five to two. Angels got three home runs in a row in the middle of that game. They beat the Royals, four to three. The Diamondbacks went down to the Padres, seven to five. It was the Cardinals, seven. The Mariners, three. And the late one, it was the Giants over the Metropolitans, five to four. So, real quick, if I can get this to work the way I want to get it, I'd like to take a look at the standings of Major League Baseball and just to see we, really what's going on here as we start to go the end of April, beginning of May. Starting the American League, let's look at what we got. We got the Tampa Bay Rays in the East out in front with a 19 and three record. They have won uh, five straight. Seven and three in the last ten games, so uh, yeah, I think we can safely say that's a that's a very good baseball team. Uh, Baltimore is in second place at 11, uh, fourteen and seven. Now the thing I would tell you about Baltimore is that for years they've been saying they have the best minor leagues in this in the game. They're starting to prove it now. They played pretty well last year, and whether or not they're a wild card team or not, who knows? But it's they're they're fun to watch. It's fun to see a team that's been down for so long go out there and start to play well. The old St. Louis Browns, by the way, if you remember the forties. Of my, I I collect caps, and one of my next goals is to get a St. Louis Browns cap. Of course, one of my goals too is to get the Captain Crunch uh, uh, endorsement too, but I haven't got that yet either, so who knows? Anyway, the Toronto Blue Jays then are in third, the Yankees fourth, the Red Sox bringing up the pile. They are in the American League East, in the American League Central. You got the Twins, they're up with a 12 and 10 record. Uh, The Cleveland Guardians are at 11 and 11, Tigers at 7 and 13, the White Sox 7 and 13. Hmm, okay and the Royals bringing up the rear at 5 and 17 over in the American League West. The Texas Rangers are telling everyone this is their year. All right, well good luck with that. They're 14 and 7, Houston at 12 and 10. The Angels 11 and 11, the Mariners coming in at 10 and 13, and the Oakland Athletics 4 and 18. I'll be surprised if they win another game. No, I'm kidding. Of course they'll win another game, but they're not going to win too many more. Okay, over the National League, the Braves, 14 and eight on the year. The Mets right there at 14 and nine. The Mets half a game behind. The Marlins at 12 and 10. And then, of course, the Phillies at 11 and 12. Phillies are playing a lot better. They're 7 and 3 in the last 10 games. That is significant. They really struggled early and uh, they're looking out of it, come out of it a little bit. Washington at 7 and 14 on the year. All right, here's the hottest team in baseball right here in our division, the National League Central. The Pittsburgh Pirates are at 16 and 7 on the year. Okay, they have won. In their last 10 games, 8-2, and two, they have won seven straight games. Uh, they're playing very, very well. They won again today. They're another one. They're just like Baltimore. They've been talking about their minor league system for a long time. Maybe the minor league system has turned it around for them. Who knows? I don't know that they can sustain what they're doing. I mean, certainly they're not a team that's going to go the World Series or anything. But, hey, they could throw a little bit of excitement into some things here. That's for sure. The Dodgers are going to play them now, first part of this week. So, the Dodgers leaving Chicago, they're going to Pittsburgh, and we'll see which one of those two teams are going to be standing at the end. I'll be kind of curious there. Brew Crew in second at 15 and seven. They were leading the division all the way up till today with their loss and Pittsburgh's win. It kind of flipped them around. Cubs in at 12 and nine. The Cardinals at nine and 13. And, of course, the Cincinnati Reds bringing it up at seven and 15. And we all know if you've been a Cub fan for any period of time, we know the Cardinals are not down. They're loot, not playing well now, but they'll be around at the end. So it'll be nice. Uh, we'll 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 see them this year, and let's maybe put some bumps on them. That's what our, I think my immediate goal is now for the Cubs to say, "Hey, let's get them. Get get ready, get ready for the Cardinals. Let's put a little bit of bumps on them, just for fun." Anyway, over in the West, in the American League and the National League West, the, the Diamondbacks are up with a twelve and eleven mark. That won't hold. Uh, of course, their closure still. Andrew Chaffin, the sheriff. What should we get a him? Dodgers. Twelve and eleven on the air. Padres twelve and twelve coming in this week. Then the Giants at eight and thirteen, and the Rockies at six and seventeen. So that's what you see as we start to hit to hit into May. May, of course, is coming up. What uh, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, whatever it is. But uh, I'm going to Europe. I'm going to Europe on Thursday, by the way. So I'll be missing a lot of this. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. So that's the way the it looks right around the. Uh, Just a quick trip around baseball to see really who's doing what as we go into the end of April and the first week of May. Let's go into page two. You know, I could hear that thing 500 times and hate it every single time. Anyway, as far as page two goes, Kyle Hendricks' rehab assignment. He's been given one. He's pitched another simulated game yesterday in Mesa. It looked pretty good through three innings. We're not sure where his rehab is going to be and not sure when. Uh, the rumor is the team wants him to be at a warm weather site, so it won't be Des Moines or South Bend. It'll probably either be the Cubs, a single-A affiliate in Myrtle Beach or in Tennessee with the a double-A affiliate. Uh, both of them are a little bit warmer, and I think they want him to go to a warm weather spot, which makes perfect sense. Anyway, it's getting closer. It's getting closer to being able to see Kyle come back and uh, it's for the Cubs. We need him. Be great to see him in a uniform, be great to see him on the mound of that look he gets in his eye. I'm re- I'm ready. I don't know about you. Still no word on Cody Bellinger's baby coming any day. So we'll just keep uh keep wishing him well and our fingers crossed for Cody Bellinger. Tip of the hat today, I want to give this to the pirate infielder Drew Maggie. He got the call up after 13 years in the minors. Can you imagine being in the minor leagues for 13 years? Today he got the call up. Nice story. He didn't get in the game, but uh, hopefully he'll get in before they send him back down. That's what you call paying your dues. I, I got to give it to him. I really do. 13 years in the minor leagues, and now he gets called up to the hottest team in baseball, and hopefully he can make uh, some kind of impact with them, especially if they got the Dodgers coming in. It will break any of our hearts to see him go out there and beat the Dodgers. Maybe this guy could hit a home run or something. Who knows? Hey, I want to talk about our old pal, Anthony Rizzo. He got hit by a pitch again Wednesday. He is now eighth on the all-time hit-by-pitch list, which doesn't surprise us. I mean, remember all those times he'd stand in over the box with that big old arm pad on and take that shot in the shoulder? And, uh 205 times he's been hit. He was tied with Chase Utley for 10th spot, and we got hit uh, on Wednesday, moved him up all by himself into the 8th position now. Uh, Huey Jennings is the all-time leader. He played in the 1800s and is a Hall of Famer. Huey Jennings was hit, uh, oh, man, what is it, and 200, and, all right, 287 times. I had to look at it a second and third time to make sure I saw it right. 287 times he got hit. So hopefully Anthony won't get there. We don't want him to see him get, we don't want to see him get hit that many more times. But, uh, Hey, he's getting to put himself in the record book one way or another, I guess. And, uh, um, uh, I'd like to say I feel good for him, but I don't, I don't want to see, like I see anybody get hurt, but, uh, being a hurt, Chris Bryant left the game yesterday in Colorado. I don't know if you're, if you heard what I wrote on that earlier. Uh, some pain in his left side you know the dude just can't catch a break It's I don't know I think when I'll send down there we're gonna look at him and say man oh man what happened there but that's it for this week Chicago Cubs talk every, this week every week brought to you by of course true blues and Chicago Cubs 18 back, me... on behalf of the great Russ Omar <laughs> my name is Jeff here now I alluded to it a few minutes ago I am going to Europe here I'm leaving Thursday be gone for a couple weeks. I'm going to try to keep in touch with everyone, let them know what's going on, and try to talk baseball with everybody. We can turn that down just a bit. There we go. Try to keep in touch with everyone, let them talk baseball a little bit. But uh, if I'm not around or you don't hear from me, hey, I'm off running around Europe having a good grand time. My goal, I want to eat fish and chips. I'd love to see a Premier League soccer game, but I guess getting a ticket for that is darn near impossible. But uh, I'm trying. (laughs) I really am. But anyway, it should be a good time. Anyway, thank you for joining us, and uh, we wish you well. And, uh, hey, have a good week. Let's go Cubs. Um... One, two, three strikes. You're out at the old bar.